Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. We have a very special guest today. The Supreme Court effected on women this week. Once again, patriarchy, but one that can actually kill. We have to be clear here. Don't buy what you hear on the outside. We have women who are living through the holy hell that this is going to create. I have the honor today to speak to Katie Jewett. Katie, welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm so glad to be here. It's so good to see you. Thank you so kindly for being here. First of all, Katie is, I tell you what, Katie, why don't you tell us your story first, and then we'll get into it in a bit more detail. Absolutely. Um, So I uh, currently have metastatic breast cancer, which is a type of breast cancer that has left the breast and gone to the rest of my body. So in my case, it's gone to my bones and to my liver, which is a really normal progression for metastatic breast cancer. It's a common misunderstanding with this disease that you can be cured. I cannot be cured, um, nor can anyone with metastatic breast cancer that we are aware of. It's more like diabetes in the regard that I have this for the rest of my life. I maintain it for the rest of my life, and it will eventually cause my life to end. I was first diagnosed with cancer when I was 28 years old, which is very unusual, yes. Um, And it was breast cancer, which is even more unusual. And um, went through treatment and it was not easy or pleasant, but it was certainly bearable. And then went on with my life until I needed to have an abortion at 33 years old. So tell us, uh, tell us that story, if you will. You, uh, you gave an impassioned speech yesterday that when I saw it, I said I had to find you and I had to have you on because it is so, it's a personal story. Because when, when we hear all these things in the abstract, Katie, Most people just look at it that way in the abstract. They don't see how all these laws that are passed, all these draconian laws actually have effects on people's lives. Why don't you tell us about your abortion? Yes, absolutely. And um, I will try to do it justice, but it's one of those things about nervousness that when I'm speaking to a crowd, my mind just goes completely blank and I can't hardly see two feet in front of my face. So I hope, <laughs> to, us, I, hope I hope to tell it with as much passion as I did yesterday. Um, I uh, found out I was pregnant when I was 33 years old. It was not a wanted pregnancy. Um, I had used a condom, we had been careful, but the condom broke. And so I became pregnant. And the thing about that pregnancy is 
it was recommended to me by my doctor and then my GP, who I've had for years and years, and then another doctor. Uh, so I got a second opinion as well, that for my health and safety, I should not carry the pregnancy to term. The reason why is because the type of breast cancer that I have, there are actually a bunch of different types. So you might hear people talk about trickle, triple negative or HER2 positive. The type of cancer I have is estrogen receptor and progesterone receptor positive cancer. Right. It's the most common type. Women all over the world get it. So one in eight. So imagine a major section of that one in eight women get what's commonly referred to as ERPR positive HER2 negative cancer. What this means as far as reproduction goes, it's incredibly dangerous for me to have anything that floods my system with estrogen occur. Yes. So that can be eating too much soy. That can be hormonal-based birth control. That can also be a pregnancy. So a pregnancy is dangerous for me. And I had that confirmed by two doctors. So I went and had an abortion. And I'm so grateful that I did. Because knowing what I know now about getting cancer again, how horrifying would it be to die and leave an elementary school aged or younger child with no parent? It's, it's so personal and it's so painful to me that that someone would step in between me and my doctor's plural recommended advice for the sake of what you ideology know, ideology, ideology. And let, let me just, uh, you know, and, and ideology and religion, however you want to put it, what's interesting is yeah. that uh, previous to the evangelical movement going uh, berserk as it has thus far, or currently, yeah. uh, the Southern Baptists actually supported abortion for women. They, it was actually documented that the Southern Baptist Convention yes. supported abortion. Now, there is something that you said that really touched me because uh, you didn't want to just give yourself an excuse for having an abortion. You didn't want okay. this categorized as a good abortion or yes. a bad abortion. You said, yes. no, let's not get into that discussion. Why don't you yes. expand on that? Absolutely. Um, one, of the, one of the things that has always profoundly frustrated me about this debate is there's this asterisk next to abortion and and any kind of abortion that was because of health of the mother or because of in my case cancer medical reasons or abuse the far right will quantify that as a good abortion 
and an okay abortion. And that is not true. Good abortions and bad abortions don't exist. There's just abortion. It's just health care. It's just a woman, her body, her life and her choices, and the advice of her doctor. And that, if anything, people can take away from what I am trying to say about all of this is that there's not good and bad. There's just abortion. You know, um, I am a man. Okay, granted. And one of the things that I would never, ever do, because mm-hmm. society, not, the, the eternity has not given me the opportunity to have or not have a child. Uh, so, uh, the system, the, the eternal system has not given yeah. me the biological means to have something else on my or in my body. Uh, not me. Unfortunately, it has given me. You have no power. room at the end. Right. Unfortunately, it has given me the power to help a woman do that. So in it, bottom line is my my thinking is I have no right, no right whatsoever to tell you as a woman what you must and must not do or what you must or must not carry in your body. I just it it, it just befuddles me that folks cannot see the simplicity in that argument. You can't force another. I mean, there is nothing I know in this world where a man is asked to do something with his body against his will. I, I can't think of any examples either. And, you know, I've, I've had that argument so many times because I am very, very open with my abortion story. And men will say to me, well, what about a father's right? Well, what about, you know, it takes two to make a baby. So why don't I get any say in a woman's decision? And I have to continue to point out what an unbalanced argument that is. Because a man's contribution to a pregnancy is an orgasm. One a woman's contribution one, yes. to a pregnancy is her body and the rest of her life. That's a very unequal. But Katie, it's not only that. The, 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 the man who asks that question should really say to himself, if I don't want a child, it is my responsibility as a man. If I want mm-hmm. to go condomless, then I better make sure I have a vasectomy. Exactly. Ensure that no, that I that I can't impregnate somebody. Those are. Exactly. I mean, men men like to shuck their responsibilities in just about everything in our society. You take a look at our economic system. You take a look at every part of our system. If it affects a man, it's different than when it affects a woman. And we can go into some other departments here, but that's not the purpose of this particular um, discussion. Um, I I think that your story, more so than uh, most, especially because the way you articulated it at the rally, because you didn't put yourself out as, hey, I get an excuse for abortion. Uh, but, you know, you made it clear it's a woman's body. 
Yes. Yes. And, and it's, it's so simple. It's so straightforward. And every single argument that you hear to the contrary is designed to obfuscate, to what about, and to push away the centrality of the issue, which is abortion is just abortion. There is no morality attached to it. It's just a medical procedure that a woman has to decide for herself with the help of her doctor, whether or not she wants to do it. And if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. And if she does, she should have that right. I I agree with you 100%. And I want to add one thing, and this may sound to some some a bit callous, but the truth of the matter is any, you know, any dependency on another, uh, the the one on whose dependent uh, decides. Mm -hmm. But that said, too often we see people want to control what's going, what the control that you have over your own body. But after we have the born, the per, the mm-hmm. kid that's born, they forget that maintaining life for that kid means that kid needs to be fed, clothed. Remember that kid needs a whole lot of other things that keeps it alive. And the fact that the same people who would want to deny you an abortion are, are generally not willing to do the things necessarily to give that kid an equitable life should yes. tell you that it yes. has very little to do with being pro-life as opposed yes. to being pro-control or me being pro-empower of you. Your thoughts on that? Yes. No, it 100% agreement, but it, it's, it's something we have seen reiterated throughout our history. Um, you know, but I'd like to tie in slavery, mm-hmm. control of people's bodies. Right. And and forcing them to do labor that they did not receive the benefit from, forcing them to be separated from their families, shoot, forcing them to leave their home country and come to a country that they didn't necessarily want to go to. I certainly wouldn't were I in that position. Then we come to Jim Crow. You know, we're going to control your right to vote. You may have one freedom, but we're going to control your access to have a say in how your government works, the way they control women. You know, this ongoing abortion debate. What is there to debate? You know, as we've covered up and down in this conversation, this is a woman's decision to have a medical procedure, but there's still 50 years of conflict surrounding Roe versus Wade. It's, it's all about control. It's all about wresting the power from where it lies and trying to take it for yourself. And anyone who puts those kinds of limits on women on people of color, they're just trying to wrest your power away from you. Katie, uh, you would not imagine how much I appreciate this conversation because it covered so much. One of the, the, the questions that I always ask last is, what would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't? Um, well, 
there's no way I don't think for you to have known this, but would you ask me what I'm getting for my birthday? Happy birthday, first of all, Katie. You did tell me you you actually used some of your birthday time to be with us, and I thank you for that. But tell me. Okay. Well, full disclosure, my birthday is on the 27th, but we're celebrating it today. Um, my husband, Jay Malone, who is just, he's, he's the bee's knees. Um, he is taking me to my first soccer game tonight. First Houston soccer game. I've never been to a Houston soccer game before. I'm so excited. We're going to go stay at a hotel downtown and watch a game. And he's even gotten us a late checkout. So it's, it's a happy birthday to me. And, um, when you have cancer, every birthday is a very, very special birthday. So I'm really excited. Well, you have a great, great guy, Katie. Katie Jewett, thank you so kindly for cutting out a bit of your time to spend with us because I think your story, your story, more than many, will actually cauterize in people's minds what this debate should really be about. Thank you so kindly. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you today. Thank you. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.